Whenever we think about the Roman Colosseum, perhaps we're tempted to remember the movie Gladiator, Russell Crowe and all those original scenes, but we don't know it was originally constructed, that Colosseum, for one principal purpose in the first century, uh, celebrating Christians being put to death for committing crimes against the state. The crime of refusing to give to Caesar the things that belong to God. Many accounts have actually been preserved about the original Christians in the early church in the first century who sacrificed their life in obedience to the faith, no matter what the cost. And one of those accounts is that of St. Perpetua and St. Felicity. St. Perpetua was 22 years old, a wife and a mother of a child, and her servant was Felicity, who herself was pregnant at the time when they were arrested. And they were arrested, both were imprisoned for their faith in Christ. They were given the choice, swear absolute loyalty to the reigning Caesar of Rome or be fed to the wild beasts in the Colosseum in the presence of thousands of cheering Romans. And it's related that her father, Perpetua's father, actually came down to visit her as she was awaiting in the dungeons below the Colosseum the night before the sentence was to be carried out. And she herself wrote down what happened. He came to her, begging her to renounce her faith in Christ. Said, my daughter, have pity on my gray hair. Have pity on your father. If I am worthy to be called father by you, if with these hands I have nurtured you to this flower of youth that you are now, if I have preferred you to all others, do not put me to shame. Think about your brothers. Think about your mother. Think about your son, who will not be able to live without you. Give up your pride. Give up your faith. Make the sacrifice to Caesar and live. She wrote, My father said these things to me as a father would, out of his great love for me, kissing my hands and throwing himself at my feet, even in tears. But I responded, Father, Do you see this water pot? Yes. And I told him, could it be called by any other name than what it is? Well, so too, I cannot be called anything other than what I am, a Christian. And the next day, her and Felicity were led into the Colosseum and put to death in the presence of a multitude of cheering Romans for one reason. For one principal reason, they refused to give to Caesar what belonged to God. When the Pharisees put Christ to the test, they asked, should Jews pay the census tax to Caesar? And Christ responds in his usual fashion with another question. Whose image and inscription is it on this coin? And what's fascinating is that we still have these coins present Uh, even in our day, the same coins that Christ was given at that time. And what it has is an image of Tiberius, who was the reigning Caesar at that time. And under the inscription, it says, Tiberius Caesar, son of the divine Augustus. Because the Romans believed that the Caesar himself was divine. And Tiberius, the son of the divine. Just as Christians believe that Jesus Christ 
is the divine son of the father of God. So it's almost a showdown between two divine sons. And the question is, which one are we going to follow? Are we going to become sons of the state? Or are we going to become sons of God? And what does Christ say? Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to God what belongs to God. And by doing so, he established the framework of the relationship between church and state for all time. Caesar does have rights, and we owe civil authorities respect and obedience when it comes to civil order and keeping justice. If I get pulled over for speeding, I can't say I'm not subject to the speed limit because I'm a Catholic priest. And trust me, I've tried, and it just didn't work. But our obedience to the state is limited by our obedience to God. We are never to give to Caesar what belongs to God. We are children of God first, and only then can we be proper children of the state. St. Augustine, he once wrote in his book, The City of God, it's thousands of pages long, but it all comes down to one point that he makes. There are two Cities always present on earth and every time after Christ. City of God and the city of man. And the city of God is composed of those who are willing to sacrifice their citizenship on earth in order to remain loyal to their citizenship in heaven. And the city of man is composed of those who are willing to sacrifice their citizenship in heaven in order to be remain loyal to the city of men on this earth. So which one do I belong to? Well, the question is, who is it that tells me what to do? If the morality I profess in my life, the beliefs that I have of what is right and what is wrong is determined by the state and by laws rather than by the word of God and my Catholic faith, then I have given to Caesar what belongs to God. If I'm more interested and focused on political parties than I am on my Catholic faith, I have given to Caesar what belongs to God. If I'm more passionate about converting people to a political platform or a president than I am converting souls to the one true faith in Jesus Christ that can save them, then I have given to Caesar what belongs to God. If I spend more time on the news and discerning the state of affairs in our world than following the lives of the saints and discerning the state of my own soul, then I am giving to Caesar what belongs to God. And if I am more interested and passionate and concerned with social justice and relieving the suffering in this world, then I am the justice that we owe to God and the salvation of souls from sin and eternal perdition, then I've given to Caesar what belongs to God. And if I'm more fearful and guarded about COVID, a virus that affects the temporal welfare of my body, then I am fearful and guarded about breaking the commandments of God, a virus that affects the salvation of my immortal soul then I have given to Caesar what belongs to God. I'm more focused on the kingdom of this world 
than I am on the kingdom of heaven. Jesus said to Pilate the day that he was put to death, I am a king, but my kingdom is not of this world. And for this I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who follows the truth listens to my voice. And that's exactly what we sacrifice when we give to Caesar what belongs to God. We sacrifice the truth. We sacrifice our conscience. And thereby we sacrifice our citizenship with Christ in his kingdom in heaven. And we do that when we allow the government or majority opinion to dictate our moral beliefs and actions when they run contrary to God's own commandments. And that's why the church has always universally condemned all Marxist socialism. Because intrinsic to socialistic platforms is a denial of God and his truth in favor of an earthly utopia. Marx, who founded the whole system, one of his founding statements said, the first requisite for the happiness of the people is the abolition of all religion. We must stop seeking our happiness in the next life so that we can focus only on the kingdom here and now, and then we can be happy. And that's also why the Catholic Church says abortion is the preeminent priority when we vote. Because any kingdom built upon the blood of the innocent is not a kingdom that a Christian can hope to belong to or promote in good conscience. In order to give to God what belongs to God, I must love heaven more than earth. I must strive for paradise in the next life more than trying to create a paradise right here and now in this world. What's fascinating is that even just yesterday, we, we celebrated the feast of St. Ignatius of Antioch, who's a bishop of the second century, put to death in the very same Colosseum that Perpetua and Felicity were killed in. And when he was being taken over to Rome as a slave to be put to death, he was writing letters to the Christians in Rome, begging them not to intercede to save his life, even though they had the power to do it. I'm going to read you a little bit of what he said. I am writing to all the churches to let it be known that I will gladly die for God if only you do not stand in my way. I plead with you, let me be food for the wild beasts, for they are my way to God. I am God's wheat and shall be ground by their teeth so that I may become Christ's pure bread. No earthly pleasures, no kingdoms of this world can benefit me in any way. I prefer death in Jesus Christ to power over the farthest limits of this earth. He who died in place of us is the one object of my quest. If you have him in your heart, you will understand what I wish. You will sympathize with me because you will know what urges me on to heaven. My love of this life has been crucified and there is no yearning in me for any earthly thing. Rather, within me is the living water, which says deep inside me, come 
to the Father. If only all Christians could share such sentiments and cry out with such words, to prefer to die, to be martyred, to spill our blood before ever sacrificing our fidelity to Jesus Christ and his gospel. But to do that, we must love heaven very much. We must long for paradise with Christ far more than our happiness in this present world. So that, when, so that we're willing to die to this kingdom before we sacrifice it for the kingdom on earth. If you have him in your heart, you will understand what I'm talking about. You will sympathize with me because you will know what urges me on. The psalm called us to give the Lord glory and honor. We do that when like the great saints that came before us, like St. Perpetua, St. Felicity, St. Ignatius, and the millions of martyrs who gave their life for Christ when we refused to call ourselves by any other name than Christian and to never sacrifice our conscience, our faith, to any power or kingdom on this earth. That's what it means to give glory and honor to God. So we cry out to God every time we come to Mass, after we say the Our Father and look at Jesus Christ present in the Holy Eucharist right in front of us. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. And I won't sacrifice your kingdom. I won't sacrifice your power, and I won't sacrifice your glory for any kingdom of this world. I will give to God what belongs to God. Everything.